Over the weekend, the Winnipeg sign at the Forks was lit in orange to mark that April is Limb Loss Awareness Month. And we learned of this from one of our listeners who texted us, and his name is Chris Marshall. He's the president of the Amputee Coalition of Canada and joins us now live on The Start. Good morning, Chris. Hi, guys. How are you? Doing very well. Thanks so much for joining us, and thanks for contacting us. Uh, we appreciate that. And so why don't we start with your story, because uh, you're not just the president of this coalition, but you are an amputee. I am. Uh, in the year 2000, I had a workplace accident that saw me fall off a building, and uh, the net result is a uh, baloney amputation. So I've been an amputee uh, closing on 20 years, I guess. Well, you know, uh, thanks for sharing your story and thanks for doing what you're doing in leading uh, awareness with regard to Limb Loss Awareness Month. Talk about the last 15, 16 years of your life and, and, and dealing with, with that loss of your limb. How is it, how's it gone for you? Um, it, it, it's gone well. I mean, uh, I often say that my accident gave me so much more back than it took for me. Uh, I've learned to live a new life. Um, learned to deal with challenges, made me a stronger person, made our family stronger. I mean, it's, it's been a benefit to my children to see, uh, you know, a disabled person strive. I mean, uh, you know, it, it gives them that feeling that anything can be done. I'm not going to say it's without its challenges. It's, it's tough. It's a long road. Uh, I've walked that walk. I've, I've been in darkness so dark that, you know, you don't see your way out of it. And I've been uh, on top of the world with some challenges. Um, you know, so I, I've, I've done what I had to do to survive, but then I've excelled at that as well. Um, but now um, it's my job uh, as an amputee that's led this walk to turn around. I believe it's a human um, response should be if you've walked this walk and you've done it, there's somebody coming up behind you that doesn't have the knowledge or the experience. And with that peer-to-peer training, peer-to-peer visiting, uh, we can really uh, reduce the anxiety and, and create better outcomes if we're there to help one another. Did you have someone like that in your journey, Chris, that, you know, that walked you through the challenges that you might face, but also, as you put it, the gifts that you might receive? Tell us about, about that process, because now you're looking to, I don't know if mentorship's the right word, but it kind of is, right? The more you talk about it and show people how you've dealt with the loss of your limb, the more others who might be going through it might benefit. And so who was there for you in those early days and months? Well, unfortunately, Lauren, I don't have a good story about that. Nobody was. Uh, at, in my time, there was nobody there. I had to rely on the world of the able-bodied. We have a great program at the Health Sciences Centre and the amputation program led by Patrick and, and the good physiotherapist there. But most importantly, you see, um, I didn't have that. Uh, my wife, my family and I, we had to go through this alone trying to figure out what the next step was. So, yes, it's been a passion of mine for the last 12 to 15 years to reach out to those that didn't have that and supply that. And at the ACC here, we have a great peer program that everyone has access to, to, and we try to do our best to match everyone up with somebody that's like them because I've seen firsthand uh, what it's like to uh, witness um, somebody seeing amputees for the first time, somebody that looks like them, somebody that faces those challenges. Uh, it, it, it's a it's a heartwarming and and it's a powerful moment when they see that, um, and it's it's uh, it's something that everybody needs uh, because this is a life of anxiety and fear because you never know what's around the corner. 
Chris Marshall is our guest, president of the Amputee Coalition of Canada, as April is Limb Loss Awareness Month. Now, Chris, the pandemic has created new and unique challenges for all of us. What sort of challenges have been created for those with limb loss or limb differences? Uh, I think the the peer-to-peer contact, just like our seniors are facing, well, I mean, frankly, Brett, every one of us is facing that 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 contact um 90% of my peer visits at the two hospitals have been either you know via online phone uh emails even and, and it's not that personal contact and and that um when when somebody's lying in that bed and they've lost a leg or 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 lost an arm and they see somebody walk in uh especially for the 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 uh the lower body amputations uh, their face has just changed because they see that that somebody's living with this disability and they're and they're thriving. Um, so we've lost a bit of that. Um, I think that's the most important thing is that peer-to-peer contact, that that face-to-face contact. That's so important. Um, you know, I did a very important one early on in the pandemic in July when things were well here, and I did a, a my first hospital visit in a long time and. Uh, it regenerated that that uh, that that power that I know that that's so important. Chris, so uh, honored, really, uh, to know that you, you spend so much time with us listening to the program, and of course, uh, lots of Manitobans lamenting the situation with regard to campsite reservations. But you pointed out something that really disappoints you, and uh, in turn disappoints us to learn about Manitoba campsites. What can you share with us about that? Well, we have a handful of sites in the in the province that are handicap accessible, uh, but more importantly, for a lot of you know disabled people, the yurts provide a great opportunity for them to get out and experience what Manitoba has to offer. And we have a absolutely stunning province when you get out there. And my wife and I have been camping upwards of seventeen years um, with the kids. With uh, you know, now that the kids are growing up and gone, we 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 venture out on our own. Um, but uh, we have those handful of yurts. I believe locally we have about uh, just under 30 yurts available that are listed as handicap accessible. And I've witnessed firsthand um, that these sites uh, and yurts are occupied by people without a disability. Um, I've questioned on, on a couple of occasions, like, why is this happening? And then finally this, you know, I know it's, when I, when I heard what I heard this week, I know it's not an anomaly and I know it's not, you know, something that maybe we're just thinking is there and not there. But when I called to say, hey, look, I'm, I'd like a year, you know, and they said, and I said, well, you know, you have a handicap one available. And, and they said, well, it's taken. And I said, can I ask how you uh, ensure that a person with disabilities is op- occupying the site? And they said, oh, no, uh, we don't regulate that. Anyone can rent them. And I said, well, why label them as handicap then? And they said, well, there is some accessibility features, you know, with ramps and all that. And I said, well, you know, then the people in wheelchairs need those sites. And if they're booking up by non-disabled people, I don't understand what you're offering then. And I know that uh, at a couple other campgrounds, it wasn't regulated either. And I know with Parks Canada, you have to uh, display a valid uh, placard uh, that you are disabled. Uh, I know that uh, in the U.S. it's the same way. Uh, we've camped there as well. So I'm just kind of curious as to why Manitoba doesn't regulate that. I, I don't know whose responsibility it should be, but I don't want to sound like a jerk when I walk up to these people and say, hey, look, you know, um, we ran into somebody last year that, that, that was definitely not disabled. 
at, at a campsite and it, it infuriated me. Um, we have to regulate our park. We regulate our parking that we fight with every day. Um, uh, you know, people feeling a little bit of entitlement to those spots. Um, we regulate all these different things, but we have a handful of sites in Manitoba that could really help these people get out and experience that are afraid to go out. Um, but they're being taken up by people who are just not disabled. And to me, a little bit of the onus is on the general public as well. If you see a disabled campsite and you're booking it because you want your family out, geez, I understand. But, you know, the family with a, uh, you know, a family member in a wheelchair or whatever, how, how do they get to experience that if they're being taken up? Chris Marshall, president of the Amputee Coalition of Canada, joining us live on 680 CJOB. April is Limb Loss Awareness Month. Chris, thank you so much for contacting us and to bring this to our attention. We appreciate it, sir. Thanks, guys.